follow the healing journey of a female full-time traveler going through a spiritual awakening. We'll talk about facing the fears of walking away from a life that no longer serves you, healing from codependency, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships, as well as the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of living life on the road. If you feel stuck in a life you don't want, this podcast is for you. Hi, welcome to my first podcast for Empowerment and Sunshine. My name is Rebecca. Um, I am a full-time RV traveler. I've been living in my RV since April of 2022. It is now August of 2023. So it's been about a year and four months. Um, and my life has changed dramatically from two years ago to now. Um, and I wanted to start this podcast to share my story. Um, I do have two dogs that you can see in the background if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and I have a blue healer named Buddy and an English bulldog named George. So you may hear them in the background. You may see them if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, so... I, again, have changed my life dramatically in the last two years, and I want to share my story um, because I feel like um, I want to inspire people to live differently, to kind of do things outside of the norm, break free of um, the fear that we all are instilled with, that we all are programmed with from, from day one. And I just recently have kind of woken up, I call it. I'm having um, an awakening, a spiritual awakening, where I realize that I can live life differently. It doesn't have to be the way that everyone else does it or the way that I was told. And if I really, truly want to be happy, really, really happy, then I have to follow my heart. I have to really know what is it deep down that makes me happy. Not everyone else in my life, but me. So, um, brief introduction to who I am. But um, today what I want to do is kind of go into who I am, where have I come from. So, you know, I briefly introduced it, but going deeper into those details. Going forward, I want to kind of pick a subject and do 20 to 30 minutes each podcast. Um, not sure if these are going to be weekly or what. I'll figure that out as time goes on. But um, this one might run a little bit long because I do want to give a background of where I came from for those that don't know me. Um, so first of all, I started this out as an Instagram page way back when, like back in, in 2019. So like four years ago, I started an Instagram page where I was putting on inspirational quotes and things like that, things that made me smile, things that I thought would make other people happy. Um, and it started out as just that. And then I moved away from it. I kind of just like fell off of doing it. I, st I cared too much about what other people thought. I was wondering, like people were judging me, etc. So I stopped posting on the page. Um, and then in 2021, I, um, I'm, I started to make these major changes in my life and I started the page back up. So Empowerment in Sunshine is an Instagram page. I also have started a blog that you can find on empowermentinsunshine.com. Um, and in that blog, I delve into all kinds of subjects, why I decided to start this lifestyle, um, my spiritual awakening, why I left the pharmaceutical industry, etc. 
Um, so I'm going to tell that story here for those that are just finding me for the first time. But if you want to check out the blog for those details as well, you can read it there. So going from the beginning, I grew up as um, the way that you think you're supposed to. I did what I was told. I followed all the rules. I wanted to be a good daughter, a good student, a good athlete. And I just put my all into everything that I did. And I wasn't necessarily pausing to figure out what do I want. I was just doing what I was told. So of course I went to college. Of course I got good grades. Um, of course I excelled at anything I put my mind to. And I wanted to get a job right out of college, had to get a job right out of college. Um, you know, started out in debt. Of course I had credit card debt and I had a car loan. Now I had student loans. Then I graduate and again, need to get a job right away, jumped right in using my degree and didn't like the job. So, um, I did end up changing careers, but still chose something that was just going to help me to climb the ladder. I wanted to make money. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to buy a house. Um, so I ended up getting into pharmaceutical sales, which was an excellent career for a girl in her twenties looking for what I was looking for at the time, which was money and success. And I found that in pharmaceuticals, um, fairly quickly. And around that same time, I met my husband, now my ex-husband, but I met at the time in 2011, we met. And man, uh, we just hit it off right away, right away. He was everything that I wasn't, and I loved that. He was um, outgoing and spontaneous and didn't care about the rules, <laughs> broke the rules on purpose. Um, and we were both drinking really heavily together at the time, um, having a great time partying with friends, mid-20s, spending lots of money. He had a good career. I had a good career. And we fell in love really quickly, and we built a life together really quickly. Um, five months after meeting, we moved in together. And then, um, you know, we bought a place together within a year. Um, so we, we really moved pretty fast and it felt great. It was wonderful. We ended up getting married after four years together, we got married and, um, we, you know, continued to grow in our relationship and over the years, the drinking for me, I, I wanted to move away from the level of drinking that we, we had together. And I saw, you know, I didn't stop drinking, but I pulled back. I was not drinking as heavily as I was when we first met. Then, um, as time went on, his level of drinking continued to increase and that started to impact me and make me feel, you know, like I was being taken advantage of. Um, and I didn't feel like I had an equal partner. Um, and I held a lot of that in because I did not want to stir the pot, just like I always wanted to when I was a child. I wanted everything to be cool, calm, collected, no fighting, no worries. Everything's fine. I can handle it. I can take care of it. We're going to be fine. So I just kind of allowed him to do whatever he wanted to do. I wanted him to be happy. I knew that his um, morals and his value system was about doing whatever he wanted to do when he wanted to do it. And I that's how I met this man. And that's how I accepted this man. So how, who am I to tell him to act different or be different for me? I, you know, I can't do that. So I just 
allowed him to be who he wanted to be, which was, you know, a, a heavy drinker. And um, he drank every day. And especially on the weekends, it was all day, every day on the weekends. And I knew I was expected to kind of pick up the slack and to, to drive all the time and to do what needed to be done when he was too drunk to handle things. Um, and of course, after a while, that really, really started to wear on me. And I got to a point where I was sick of crying to myself and sick of journaling to myself and trying to get these thoughts out of my head without confronting him. And I knew the only way to make this better for myself was to confront him. I started going to therapy, which gave me kind of the tactics to use to start setting boundaries and just have these conversations. So eventually, after four years of being married around that time, I finally sat him down and said all the things that were on my mind. Um, and he did not take it well. He was upset with me, um, you know, basically saying, you know, why am I judging him and feeling like I was putting him down and just got mad at me, just got mad. And um, after a few days of that, you know, he came around and said, I know I have to make some changes and I will just wait, please give me time. So I gave him that time. And it just never fully got better. He would make some changes. Um, he would make some changes, but then it would always go back to exactly what it was before. Um, and then again, I would sit him down. And it was maybe like once a year that I would sit him down and have these conversations. So could I have spoken up more? Could I have done more? Of course. But I, it took everything inside of me to to get him, to sit him down and tell him what was on my mind, because that is so against my comfort. I was not comfortable doing that at all. My comfort was being quiet, settling. Like, everything is fine. I can take care of it. There's no need to tell someone to be different or do different for me. I'm fine. So for me to actually get to the point where I sat him down and told him I was upset and cried to him, it took a lot. So I did not do it often. And then I, again, in between those talks, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just move on. We're going to be fine. So of course he got mixed signals from me. Um, but it was no matter how much I tried to stuff it down, it was eating me away for years and years and years. So long story short, um, in the end of 2021, I decided to leave. I decided to, to leave, to leave home and, um, tell him, you know, that I need to go heal myself and he needs to work on himself and we can't do that together. So, um, I left, that was the end of 2021, like I said, and immediately I felt free. I felt like, oh my gosh, I got out. I did it. So it really, it hit me how much I, I was holding things inside because it was like a burst of freedom when I left there and it was going to take so much to get me to go back. I said to myself that the only thing that will get me to go back is if he is a changed person. Um, and I can go into more detail of all the things that, that have happened, but I, I won't, you know, I just, just know that it was hard for me. I held a lot in. And when I walked out of that house, I knew I made the right decision. So immediately went into this mode of, well, well, now what, what do I do? Because that's how I am. I'm a planner. So I had to immediately figure out where my life was going to go next. And I, I moved in with my parents and started thinking about the life that I had. And I, at the time, like I said, I was working in pharmaceuticals. I had worked my way up the pharmaceutical ladder, corporate ladder, and was at a pretty high level in marketing at the time. Um, and really didn't like my job at all. I was 
good at it, I guess. I kept getting promotions. I kept, you know, moving up the ladder and making more money, but I did not feel good about the work I was doing. Not even a little bit. I felt bad about the work I was doing. I mean, the pharmaceutical industry is all about money. It's all about how to sell more, how to sell more, and not about what's best for the patient at the end of the day. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of really immoral laws and rules and regulations. I can go into detail, but there's no need to. I'm sure a lot of you listening know what I'm talking about, that the industry, it's it's not a good place to be. And I felt like I was selling my soul to the devil just for money just, you know, literally selling my soul to, to have this job. So after leaving home, I was, you know, realized I don't need this job anymore. I don't have to stay in New Jersey. I can do whatever I want. What do I, what do I want? And I sat down with myself and really thought about it. And I've, I wanted to travel. That was something that I knew I wanted for a really long time. So I said, and actually something that my ex-husband and I used to talk about, we used to talk about having van life and, and retiring together in a van. And that just lit me up. And I tried to convince him to do it sooner, but you know, he had a pension and he had, he wanted to wait for his retirement. And I completely understood that. So I was like, okay, we'll wait. But now if I made the decision to leave, I don't have to wait. I can get a remote job. I can work from anywhere. I have these skills. So I made the decision to leave my job leave the pharmaceutical career that I had worked. I had been in the industry for 11 years and worked my way up. And I was so proud of everything that I was doing. And I made the decision to leave because I wanted to follow my heart. And that job was not fulfilling me. It was not giving me what I wanted, the the true sense of fulfillment with what I'm doing with my time. It actually was the opposite of that for me. Um, And the only reason I stayed was because of the money. So I left that job and I immediately started looking for a fully remote position, which I ended up finding um, with a company called Booksy. And it was an amazing job, stayed in marketing, but not in pharmaceuticals. And it was 100% remote. So I decided I was going to buy an RV and hit the road and live on the road, which was my dream all along with my ex-husband. And now I'm going to do it on my own. I, and I knew nothing about RV life. I had never even, I mean, I've, I've stayed in other people's RVs, but I never owned one. I never operated one. I had no idea what I was doing, but I just went online and started researching, researching, researching. I figured out I wanted to drive it. I knew I wanted one that I could drive, not pull behind. And I knew I wanted a tow car because once I parked and plugged everything in, I wanted to be able to take quick trips to the store without having to unplug everything. I knew I wanted something bigger than a van because the van for me to live in full time with my dog at that time, I only had one dog. Um, I'd still felt too tight for me to be in a van. I wanted a little bit more space. I knew I wanted to, this is a full-time living situation. So I chose a class C RV, which now you see me sitting in, if you're watching this on YouTube and it's 24 feet long. So manageable for me to drive. And I bought a smart car. I traded my Toyota Camry in for a smart car, which is one of those two little, um, little two seater cars that you pull behind, um, that I pulled behind. So I got the tow system and set that up and I researched for months on how to live in an RV. What do I need? What do I need to know? I had the biggest notebook. I pull it out one of these days and show you it was a huge binder filled with everything. And I, I just started to go, I moved forward. I immediately 
asked pretty much immediately, maybe like a month, a month and a half after leaving home, I asked my husband to do a financial separation so that I could buy the RV on my own in my name. And we went through and did that legally, financially separated from each other in December. I left in October. We did that in December. I bought the RV at the very end of December in 21. So it was really quick. Like I just knew what I wanted and I went for it like immediately. Um, So another big topic that I want to talk about during this time, which was a huge turning point, is um, two weeks after I left my husband, his father passed away. So my father-in-law who I adore and still adore to this day. I love that man. Um, he's a, was a second dad to me, and I will always, always, always love him. Um, and now imagine how awful this time is for my ex. I left. Two weeks later, his father dies. I, I still cannot... Like, I know it all happened for a reason. That is part of my belief system now, but... Man, how hard that was for everyone, for everyone. And I thought to myself, what do I do? Do I go home? Do I go back to my husband and and go console him? What do I do? Do I go down to see his wife, who's now lost her husband out of nowhere? It was sudden. It was a heart attack. It was, he was not an ill man. This was out of nowhere. Um, And that's what I decided to do. I decided to go, um, we lived... My parents lived in West Virginia, and I went from West Virginia down to South Carolina to visit um, my stepmother-in-law, who I just lost her husband, and I spent time with her. And during that time, of course, my ex came down to be with her as well. And so we saw each other for the first time after two weeks apart, um, ended up talking, um, but I, I told him I was not coming back that I needed him to work on, I needed to work on myself. I believed he needed to work on himself and that we needed to do that separately. And while it was a very hard conversation to have, he seemed to accept it. And we moved forward from that point and began talking on a daily basis after that point, which I was okay with, um, as long as he knew where I stood and I wasn't coming home. Um, but you know, we kind of ended up moving into like a long, long distance relationship where we were still talking every day. I was still telling him I loved him. Um, and we just weren't living together. Um, and we decided at that point that we wanted to try ayahuasca. It was his idea. And he asked if I would do it with him. It took me a little while to make the decision to do it, but I said, yes. And then, so this was in like December, January, we made this decision. And then in February of 2022, we went and sat with the plant medicine ayahuasca. Now, if you have not heard of it, um, I will go into depth into what it is and the experience that I had in another episode. Um, But I will say that it was life-changing in the most amazing way. It changed me from my core as a person, I will never be the same. And I am so grateful, so grateful to that medicine. Um, so grateful to my ex-husband for bringing me to that medicine. And, um, it enlightened me in a way that I've never felt before. It woke me up from the soul. Um, so powerful, so powerful. And when I sat with the medicine, I asked, am I making the right choices? Should I be changing my life? What, what should I be doing? And everything was just validated that I'm, fo- I'm meant to follow my heart. I'm meant to follow my soul. 
reach for what truly fulfills you as a person, not other people's expectations or the fear of judgment or fear at all. Lead with love. Let love guide you. And it was exactly what I needed was that confirmation that I'm doing the right thing. I did ask the medicine about my relationship and it was confirmed that I need to let him be. I need to let him heal that he has a lot of work to do on himself and I have a lot of work to do on myself and I can't do that with him and he can't do that with me. So that was confirmed and I decided to fully move on from him. The whole long distance relationship thing from that point forward was ended. Um, I would maybe call him once a month, once every month and a half to touch base with him as I was on the road um, and never really saw the change in him that I was looking for that I thought I needed in order to go back to that relationship. So then made the decision um, a while later. It took me, so this was, Ayahuasca was in February of 2022, and I asked him for a divorce uh, in August of 2022. So it was a few months later. It took me a little while to fully pull that plug, I guess. But um, I did tell him in August that I want a divorce, and we moved forward with that divorce that is now finalized. But I moved forward with my plans. So after Ayahuasca in February, in April, so it's just two months later, I moved into the RV. I have, I had quit my pharmaceutical job. I had started my new remote job working for Booksy, which is a tech company. And I moved into the RV and I took off. And um, I have been traveling the country ever since and meeting the most amazing people, finding so much growth, so much healing, learning about myself. And which leads me to why I wanted to start my blog and start this podcast to share those stories, to share what I've, what I've found, what I've learned, who I've met, um, the experiences that I've been through that have helped me to grow as a person. And hopefully this story of me kind of shedding the old version of me and moving into my authentic self will inspire you to maybe think about your own situation. If you feel stuck, if you feel like you don't want this life that you've built, but you've put so much time and effort into it, how do you change it now? You can. You just have to take a step back and realize you're not stuck. You're not. You can change anything you want about your life. It's yours. And it's the only one you're getting in this body, in this lifetime. So why would you waste even one minute doing something that doesn't bring you joy? I have so many things to share, and I'm really, really excited to have this platform to do that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my intro. I just wanted to kind of give you that background of how I got to where I am. And going forward, you know, you can request, um, I'm sorry, you can expect this to be about my story. What am I doing from week to week? What have I learned? I might pick certain topics of um, things that I've learned along the way um, that I think might be inspirational or helpful. Um, and I want you to tell me, what do you want to know more about? Do you want to know more about how to uh, live in an RV? The All the things that I've learned on that front. Want to know more about dating after divorce? Because that's been a roller coaster. Um, more about my marriage and being married to someone with a drinking problem and the toll that takes and codependency that, that I had and the trauma that I faced there, childhood traumas. I mean, all these things I plan to talk about, but let me know which one interests you the most and I can start there.
because um, I want this to be a community, a relationship with all of us together. And I really, I have so much gratitude for every person that is listening and supporting my journey. And um, it's just starting. It's just starting. I have so much more to tell, so much more to do. And I'm not even close to being done yet. I'm, I'm still on the road currently in Washington state. Um, and again, it's August 9th today of 2023. Um, so I've been doing this a long time and I, I really, really love it. So I hope to connect with you all. I thank you again for listening and for being a part of this community. And um, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow my journey on other platforms, please follow Empowerment and Sunshine on Instagram and Facebook and find my blog and Etsy shop at empowermentandsunshine.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, see the links in the description. Sending you so much love and always remember to keep shining.